in to the Eric Zane Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Feeling good because a brand new Polly Walnuts Adidas tracksuit is on your old pal Eric Zane. Yes, day three of showing off the Christmas gear. Oh my gosh. Tell you what, my family knows me. You know, bestowing me with uh, numerous uh, uh, fashion items that have just make my life so fantastic. From the amazing slippers, which I wear all the time. The hoodies. The winter caps. And then the Polly Walnuts Adidas tracksuit. Year number three of Adidas tracksuit. Oh my gosh. They're like, here you go. It's another one. You're 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 going with the gray, the gray with the black stripes. Yes. Oh my God. Fantastic. I feel so good about it. look, it's matching. Oh yeah. That's what you do when you're an old fuck. You wear sweats all day. Oh shit, yeah. Okay. So glad that you are here. Welcome. Uh, bullet dodged yesterday. Okay. Let me just start off by telling you that my father is okay. And you know, something kind of wacky happened. If I, I cut right to the chase and tell you he's fine. He's going to be okay. Something did happen to the man. He, he was injured yesterday and I know, um, Everybody would be greatly concerned about that, being that he will be 89 years old in March, and we just had him on the show yesterday. What did he do after that? After he finished up uh, Dear Meathead, well, uh, he got hurt. This is what happens when your parents kind of get a little long in the tooth. So I was driving to take uh, the NFK to his ultrasound, you know, and uh, uh, cruising along and then the phone, you know, it's going through the vehicle and it says, brother Jim. And right away I go, hmm, timing of that is weird, but I don't want to pick it up right now. Because if, um, well, it's just kind of weird driving with him and, and, uh, and if it's on speaker and I don't know what the content is, it might freak out the NFK and it probably would have, it was probably a good move. So I, I ignored and then got to the hospital, uh, drop the NFK off, park the car, walk in, walk up to registration, put our masks on, walking up to registration. And then my wife's calling me and I go, well, now this is Okay. All the signs. Something has happened with my dad because of the phone call from my brother at the odd time. And then now my wife. And she know and why would she be calling me? And I so I was I was uh, prepared mentally that something bad had happened. And I pick it up. Hello. And I'm I'm about to uh uh talk to the lady at the front desk and uh she goes, Okay, um you're at the hospital. Yeah. Um, I just talked to your brother, Jim, 
and uh, your dad fell. I'm like, oh boy, what? Uh, okay, so what he was doing, I guess, was uh, shoveling snow. Does that 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 surprises that surprises no one? Now, um, the driveway was clear. I'm pretty sure he was doing uh, his favorite thing of grabbing the snow off the pile and spreading it out over the lawn so that it will melt faster. Now, it's kind of a weird thing because my dad, and hold on, let me, I'll get to that in a second. He fell, and the first thing to touch the ground after he fell was his face. So, um, winds up at the hospital. I can just imagine Joanne was just scared to death when that, that poor guy came walking back into the house that I, that I, I fell down and say, Hey, I fell. Oh my God. Poor dude. I feel so bad. Um, I would have broke my heart. Um, she took him to the hospital and then they, you know, when you get to be that age, um, what do they do? And Amanda says, did he slip or just fall? I don't know. I think he slipped. I think he slipped and he has bad balance. Okay. So, uh, more on that in a second. When you are that old and you, you know, hurt, fall down. All right. Um, or do whatever happens to you. You're injured. They then do the full body scan on you. So they did the cat scan on his head, make sure that there wasn't like a brain bleed. And then it's like, they investigate everything to make sure that there isn't uh, any broken bones or anything like that. So they, they do like the 30 point maintenance inspection on him, send him home. Good to go. Uh, I called him. He is, Hey, how you doing? I go, Hey dad. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm quizzing him and he's like, Oh no, it, it's fine. It, it, and, uh, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, uh, I'm a little worried about, well, I, I didn't talk to my brother. Um, and I imagine everybody's on the same page that, um, being that his balance is an issue, I guess the dementia does something to your balance. And he has, uh, he's, you know, he's walking with the cane and he probably, well, in fact, I know he should not be out, um, you know, doing things like this. And, uh, but I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of weird to, demand restrictions on a lifestyle it's it's just ah yeah i'm sure everybody is going to uh say hey come on now um maybe you should maybe you should uh take it easy um so he has uh he has fallen before uh amanda is talking which is never a good thing she says, the thing is, if he slipped, that could happen to anyone. I know. Just shut up for a minute, if you could. Okay? I know my dad. He's extremely, has poor balance. So just take the rest of the show off. Uh, you're, you're distracting the shit out of me. 
Um, so uh, him falling is um, is a, is kind of a regular thing, and it's and it's going to get worse. You know, the uh, dementia uh, is is causing this to happen. So it's it's uh, fuck, but. It's very difficult if you if you want to be like, hey, yeah, dad, but you can't go outside anymore. You have to sit on the couch for the rest of your life. So I don't know if we're at that that spot, you know. But uh, I talked to him, and uh, he, he feels good. He's in great spirits. But uh, and he's got a big black eye. He just looked like he went 10 rounds with the champ. But And he's got a, a, a gash on his head. So... Okay, but he's fine. He's going to be okay, and uh, he's in good hands. Now, ultimately, is that going to keep him from going outside and doing things, you know, slowly but surely? Um, the uh, landscape of my dad's life, uh, for a period of years now, these things have been being taken away from him, his freedoms. Um, taken away his truck, he cannot drive. Uh, he can't uh, work with any power tools. He cannot get on any ladders. He, Outside of just pulling weeds, he is uh, running out of options for things to pass his time. Uh, his his balance has uh, has caused him to have to walk with a cane, and he it's it's a very precarious thing. You want to stay with him. Um, and now this, you know, he, he just likes to go out and tinker and putts like old people do, and suddenly now he's falling. So, you know, one of those things, I guess. But um, we'll see. I will see him on Sunday with Diana. The NFK going with us. Oh, my God. That's going to be awesome. So we'll head on over there, see him. And uh, all right. I just want to start off and say, yes, he's fine. But um, he's fine. But it's it's just a bummer. I'm just glad he wasn't hurt worse. It could have been a whole fucking lot worse. You know, anytime you go down like that and the first thing to stop your fall is your head. Ah, you know, shit. All right. Next thing. Uh, I'm really convinced that my neighbors here or my neighbor, uh, the hallelujahs, think that I am a loser. I say this because... Uh, when it warmed up going from uh when when the grass started to grow going into summer this year uh i was i was cutting the lawn and the neighbor the husband and wife they're they're i love these people they're great but uh, uh i was annoyed because mrs hallelujah said wow are you feeling okay like i don't cut my lawn and i was like and and it's true i i i'm kind of a schlep I'm the guy in the neighborhood that everyone else cuts their lawn like two or three times before I do it once. I'm trying to get better at that, but I get so damn busy. I don't always have the time uh, to be as thorough um, with things like that as everyone else. I, I don't know. I mean, but for whatever reason, it isn't because um, I don't care. I just get very, very busy doing other things. And sometimes I don't uh, allocate my uh, my time as well as others. That's a nice way of saying uh, I'm just fucking an idiot, I guess. 
yesterday, Diana pulls in, and uh, her vehicle, her car, which she loves, is so covered with salt, it looks like some type of hazard. And it was, uh, she gets out, and I said, you know, I'm going to wash that car. I'm going to do that today. She says, she goes, I was going to take it to the car. She goes, no, don't spend the money. Okay, that's one thing I have really uh, 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 focused on since I moved here to West Michigan is being like these Dutch people. These Dutch people are so ridiculously stingy with their money. And when in Rome, okay, it costs 10 bucks to wash the car, to, to run it through the car wash. If you get basic wash at Mr. Car Wash, it's 10 bucks. Now, I love Mr. Car Wash, and there's nothing better than going through that thing and you smell all the chemicals, uh, uh, the uh, uh, cleanliness, smelling in the car. It's like, oh, yes, the car is clean. And then you get to the point where there's the mirror and you look at yourself and the car is crystal clean. You're like, oh, my God, it's fucking great. I said, fuck that, though. I'm trying to get out of debt right now. And um, I go, I got I to gotta save the money. I go, I'm going to wash the car. So it gets to be about 6 o'clock last night. It's been completely pitch black for an hour. And I start getting everything ready to wash the car. And she goes, oh, God, don't do that. It's, it's late. I go, it's really not. It just gets dark here at 5. I mean, in the middle of the summer, it's, we've got four more hours of daylight. I'm washing the car. Uh, so I, I put the car in the driveway, bring out the hose. I got hot water in the garage, so this was awesome. Uh, I got my bucket, and uh, I got my headlamp on. Okay, I'm all lit up so I can see what the fuck I'm doing. And I start. And then, like clockwork, I hear the garage door opening. Not mine, my neighbor's. He's taking out his garbage. Right away, I think he's going to say something. He's going to say something that's going to make me feel like a schmuck again. He said, oh, now I've seen everything. And I'm like, you know, why is it every time I decide to actually do something uh, that you all do like every Sunday during the, uh, uh, uh warmer months, like clockwork or Saturday, I should say at like 6am, this guy washes the fleet of vehicles, you know, grass is cut by eight 30. Everything's done. Always. He's got an army of support. His kids all, you know, uh, help him. Uh, mine never did. I didn't even bother trying to get my kids to help because every time I did, they'd fuck it up. And I was like, ah, shit, I'll just do it myself. Fuck it. I'll just let it grow. I'll just, I'll just leave it alone and won't even do anything with it. It's okay. Never mind. It was a bad idea. Oh, now I've seen everything. I'm like, do I need to take that annoyingly? Do I need to, is it now I've seen everything? Is he saying that because it's cold and dark and I'm washing the car? Or is he saying that because... I'm actually doing something.
do I, uh, as, as he says that, I'm like, hmm, okay. Now I've seen everything. I have to, uh, I could either respond with being an idiot or I could just say the thing that keeps everything flowing in a positive way. Let him get that over on me. And I did that. I didn't, I didn't engage in a, in a, in a nasty way. I said, yeah, yours is next. Line it up at the car wash. Ha ha ha. That was it. It was kind of a fun thing for him. Probably should be for me. I should probably bring this up with the queen of the forest. I love having her home right now, by the way. Hello? Hey, I got to run something by you. Yeah, what's that? Okay, so do you remember when, um, uh, when it started warming up going into summer and I was cutting the lawn? And uh, Mrs. Alleluia said, wow, are you feeling okay? Mm-hmm. Which was kind of like a, it was a little dig, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Okay, so yesterday when I was um, washing the car, mm-hmm. Mr. Alleluia came out of the garage. And okay. the only reason why I'm saying that, I'm not saying that to be insulting the name Alleluia, so I don't want to say his real name. Yeah. And they're super religious, which is great. Yeah. But he said, whoa, now I've seen everything. (laughs) Okay. Now, is that, is he saying now I've seen everything like because it's dark and you're washing the car in the winter? Or is it now I've seen everything because I'm actually doing something? I would say more that it was dark and freezing cold and you're washing the car in the driveway. Okay, good. That's what I would say, yeah. So I'm reading into that too much. Yeah, I think you're reading into that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Can you do me a favor? Hmm. You know that leg of lamb in the freezer or in the fridge? Uh, no, I didn't know there was a leg of lamb yeah, in the Yeah, there's a, there's a leg of lamb in the fridge. And yeah. I know it's Thursday, but I'm thinking I should, should I freeze that? Did you just buy it yesterday? Yeah. Uh, and we're need it for Monday or Sunday, right? We need it for Sunday, which means if we freeze it now, we'd have to take it out on like Saturday. Hmm. But it probably wouldn't fall by Sunday. I don't know. Can you look and see if there's a date on it? Yeah. Because if there's a date on it that says sell by twelve twenty nine, which I don't think there would be, I I would, I would have known no. that. Yeah, let me see. I probably should have opted to do this off of the podcast, but I'm an idiot now. I, now I want to know. No, it doesn't say anything. Huh. I mean, it has a, oh, no, let's, wait a second. That was the, whatever that is. Hang on. You, you got the leg of lamb mixed up with something else in the fridge? 
Well, yeah, inside the bag where the Lego M was, was was the parsley, and I was just looking at the sticker. I didn't realize it. Oh. It says... Uh, oh, come on. Yeah, it doesn't really say anything. All right, throw it in the freezer. Throw it in the freezer? Yeah, throw it in the freezer. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I will do that. What do you think about my dad? <sighs> Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, he's known to do this kind of stuff. You know. All right. I I think he's lucky. I I don't I don't. But I mean, does this type of thing where you have a conversation, Dad? You need to stop going outside. I mean, I'm I'm not sure how much good that would do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, considering. We've had these conversations with him before when he was at 100% capacity, and now he is well, not. I don't, I don't think we've said you can't go outside. You can't, well, yeah, well, you I mean, can't can go, go walking outside, around. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be shoveling snow is what he shouldn't be doing. Well, just because of, you know, the the footing could be bad. I mean, he if he's on solid concrete in the middle of summer, he's going to lose his footing. Right. Because right. of the dementia. His balance is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I don't know how what good it would, I mean, it would be better, it would be better off having a conversation with Joanne than him, you know? Yeah. Because I doubt he's going to remember what the fuck happened to him. Mm-hmm. He's to a point now, as I was telling you and Kevin, that he forgets. He doesn't know that he has dementia now. Right. Which exactly. is incredible. Right. And like but, yesterday, he didn't even know what day it was. No. He said, oh, is that tomorrow? And we said we were going to come over. Yeah. I said, no, it's going to be four days from now, Dad. Yeah. Fuck. All right. All right. Um, I thought I wanted to say something else to you. Oh, um, right now, if uh, you could determine, like, if there's a possibility to have full Pooh Bear points, do you know anyone who has earned full Pooh Bear points? You? Yes. Uh, and that's the car washing thing, right? And I clean your garage stall. Yeah. Those are, that is all helpful. Can you tell everybody what you said to me yesterday when I was walking by you and I didn't, I didn't. No, uh, no, gotta go. All right. Enjoy your day. What's the matter? I'm not going to repeat that. No. Well, I didn't say it. You said it. Okay. But that's not for the audience to hear. You. I misheard you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, you don't want me to elaborate in any way? Nope. If I did elaborate about what you asked, what are you doing? Hmm? What was that? <laughs> if I did elaborate in any way about what you said, would my Pooh Bear points still be full? No. They would not. Okay, thank you. They would be empty, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say a word then. Okay. I'll just let that let their imaginations run wild. There you go. Okay. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Have a good day. I'll see you soon. I'll see. Have a good day. I'm okay, going to see you very soon. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, queen of the forest. Queen of the jungle. Queen of the wasteland. When uh, when the president said, "You're queen of the la- queen of the wasteland." Queen of the jungle. Gauf. I love that. Queen of the wasteland.
Uh, so I brought it up with the NFK. I go, hey, buddy, uh, do you want to go see my dad? And uh, he says, what time are you leaving? And I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? You have no schedule. I don't know. Uh, nine or ten, I guess. Anyway. Um, so he will be with us. So it'll be Diana, the NFK, Eric, dad, Joanne, my dad's black eyes, and a big cut on his head. All right. So if you are enjoying the show right now on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I got to kick you out. You want the full show as it happens. Each and every weekday, starting at the same time, 8 a.m. Eastern. You got to follow on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search my name, Eric Zane Live. You can take it with you. You're driving around. You can uh, uh, run the freaking thing through your Bluetooth and hear the show live. Almost like a morning radio show. What? Oh, my God. I'm going to go around the radio dial as soon as I get done kicking everybody out. So twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. The audio podcast is made available shortly after I finish on demand on all of the audio platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. I just signed a deal with iHeart. And that allows me to now talk about the podcast on Big 101.3, which I do. uh, I take great liberty to do that which I'm on again today on Big 101.3. 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Playing the fun hits you know. So that's a lot of Eric Zane. Uh, I have a Patreon. It is uh, listener-supported, ad-free Patreon. It's like uh, public radio for idiots. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes down tonight at 7 p.m. If you are already a member of Patreon and you do not receive the emails to join me via the Zoom, let me know. And I just say, Eric Zane, shoot me a link. So there you go. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So I will now send you on your way. The show on Facebook and Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, which uh, uh, they need to assist Southwest Airlines. And then, of course, uh, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, bringing you the YouTube channel. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping inbox. Saying hello to everyone. Uh, Maureen, Tyler. Tyler has a quote from the NFK. Shit, yeah, I love that. Shit, yeah, I love that son of a bitch. Uh, Joe Martinez is in attendance. Josh talking about Diana freezing the leg of lamb. Is she the best judge on when to freeze things? 
By the way, I had a uh, a moment yesterday when I was at Meyer. There sometimes Meyer hires people whose elevator uh, doesn't quite go all the way to the top, but I always give him a fair shake. This dude comes out and he's got like crab legs and shit. He's gonna put over in that section of the freezer. So, you know, that, that's uh, in my brain. I'm like, oh, that's the good stuff. You know, uh, king crab. So I see him and, I, and I, uh, I make small talk with him. I don't know that his um, uh, brain doesn't quite, you know, fire on all cylinders. And I go, ooh, you got the good stuff there. And he looks at me like I just, you know, told him to fuck off. He's got this, he's pushing a cart full of king crab. And he goes, Huh? And I go, mm. and I just kept walking. I didn't say shit. Then I start looking at the freezer for a leg of lamb and uh, I can't find it. And I thought, did I last time have to go in and like to the guy who cuts the meat say, Hey, I need a leg of lamb. And then he brings it out or is it out here on the main floor? So I walk up to the door and it says, uh, Meyer Associates, please. Oh, Meyer Associates only beyond this door, please. I go, well, I don't want to, I don't want to make it weird. I'm just going to, because I didn't want to go talk to dude who just grunted at me. But I'm like, well, I got to go. So I'm going to go talk to this dude. I got walking back and he's really hunched over, you know, and he's just, he looks rough. And I go, hey, um, you know where I can get a leg of lamb? And he goes, lamb? And I go, yeah. And then he starts walking. And I'm following, not speaking. And as I'm looking at him, I, uh, I then look up and I see... There's an actual spot in the freezer if I would have just used my fucking eyes that says lamb and veal. So I see it and I feel like a fuck face and I go, oh, there it is. If I had just read, I would have seen it. Oh, I'm so silly. Ha ha ha. Oh, fucking shit. This guy's going to kill me. And he keeps walking. <gasps> and he walks over to right exactly where they are and annoyingly he holds out his hands and goes this and i go oh my god thank you stupid me i'm so dumb i didn't thank you so much for helping me sir i appreciate you so much and he just walks off back. I totally interrupted the fucking guy. Like, oh, shit. Fucking what an asshole. Let me get my leg of lamb. Get the fuck out of there. Um, Hello to first time chatter, Rakeem. Rakeem underscore Johnson. Fake name? I don't know. I just saw that he followed me the other day on, uh, on Twitch. You... We're Twitch follower number 947. Thank you. I appreciate you. You got to subscribe if you want to skip the ads during the show. So if you got Amazon Prime, 
you can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account. Just click where it says Twitch Prime. Otherwise, you got to pay like five ninety nine, and that's kind of a bitch. Otherwise, fuck it. Just wait through the ads. You'll figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, and as everyone starts, the first thing they always see is an ad, no matter if you're subscribed or not. Sometimes I like to repeat that. So, okay. The simplest of recipes. You get the lamb. It's already had had the uh, uh, bones removed. And it, I, I don't like to think that that was once adorable. Again, kind of like when I talked about it yesterday. For anything that we consume as food, yes, it does bother me how the process works. It's unfortunate, but it's essential. And if I watch too many uh, animal rights films, I probably would then become brainwashed and only eat beans. And you know, we just can't have that. Anyway, you mince up five cloves of garlic. Kyle writes, don't ever watch Sausage Party. You'll start feeling bad for all your food. Yeah, fuck that shit. No more TV shows about fucking food. No more movies, no more documentaries about the food industry. Fuck that shit. Mince your garlic. Take your two lemons zest them like what the fuck is that well you just rub it on a damn cheese grater and all the shit comes off of it add some olive oil squeeze cut the lemons and squeeze the lemon juice into this concoction uh you chop up a bunch of italian parsley put it into the concoction it makes kind of like this spreadable paste Take your leg of lamb and it's spread out, okay? You cut it so that it opens up like a book now, the lamb. Then with gloves on, you then scoop up your your olive oil, parsley, lemon zest, lemon garlic paste and wipe it, spread it onto the leg of lamb. You cut out about, you cut about six lengths of twine or... Um, uh, baker's uh, rope or whatever the fuck. Baker's strings, not rope. Cooking string. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Anyway, and then you roll that fucking thing up like an old school newspaper. Put more of that shit on the outside of it. Oh, first of all, you, then you tie it up like every inch. You tie the fucking thing so it's tight. Then you wipe more of your paste on the outside of it. Bank the shit out of it. 140 degrees, get it the fuck out of there. That's it. And it is glorious. This is a fantastic recipe, and it's so damn cheap. Because lamb is expensive, but basically all you're paying for is the lamb. So a four-pound lamb is about $21. 
that ain't so bad. If you told somebody you could feed five people, eh, four, maybe five. It depends on if they're if they eat light. Uh, a a lamb dinner for uh like five bucks a person. I mean, fucking a, you could get a Big Mac for that much. That's about it. Uh, Josh's message was held by the auto mod because it mentions race. I'll allow it. It says, we always called it butcher's twine, and I'm still waiting for Easy's Slaughter the Turks cookbook to come out. The, the auto mod feature does not like Slaughter the Turks, but I like it. time to go around the dial there is not a lot happening around the dial right now there rarely is let's be honest here um okay what the fuck oh i think i know what's going on screwed up changes in government and hell is that Pierre's Daniel Estrin is in Steve hey there Daniel good morning Steve uh, how would that plan work before I get to this Ryan right some more think about it you're a genius washing the cars at night see advantage to washing at night is the reduced risk of water spotting would have been a funny comeback for your neighbor Oh, I don't wash in the sunlight like you do. I had no idea. That's all an accident. That's not genius. That's purely accidental. Amy says, let's take bets if there's a commercial on GRD. We're not we're not getting it. We're starting on the left, so it'll be a second. Susan Tedeschi? I don't know. Let's check that out. Shazam that. Yeah, it is. Tedeschi Trucks Band. Part of me. I love her. She is so amazing. Is there anything sexier than a woman who sings majestically? Okay. You know, if it's uh, if it's a real songbird like Susan Tedeschi, uh, it's there's some you could be the ugliest woman in the world, and if you can sing, I want to have sex with you. Part of me, the Yonder Mountain String Band gave us change this of heart uh, from their brand new release. Get yourself outside. Shelby gave us the These people always sound so uptight. Upcoming. David Walters gave us freedom from Nocturne. And Black Gardenia, the disc is Lucky Star, and the track we chose was You're a Sweetheart. Well, I have one more set of music. I've got some Ingrid Michelson and Jesus. some Joshua Redman. People don't talk Bob like Marley. this. Uh, but you can keep up with all the music we've been playing at WYCE.org. 
Our online playlist features detailed information on every song we play. Rate what you've heard and share your favorite tracks on Twitter or Facebook. Just click on the playlist button at WYCE.org to start exploring. Ryan says, what the fuck is that noise? Is, is that her mouth? And other things that are happening I don't know. in the music Someone says, is she grinding peppercorn? our website at WYCE.org. Great resource. All right. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I think she has a very wet Mark mouth. Mark Gerard is in the house. Uh putting together another wonderful show for you so stay tuned for that but i'm not leaving yet i have uh, 18 minutes or so left here with you folks so uh we're gonna listen to some ingrid M- michelson right now you got me for at least 20 more minutes you do on 88.1 fm wyce okay I, i'm seeing a lot of you are talking about uh these are volunteers i did not know that is that right? You could just vi- you could just go, hey, I'd like to, uh, hey. So if I were to walk in, I would have to, uh, I don't know why they all talk like that, though. I mean, they, um, whenever people get in a microphone in front of them, they, oh, 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 they, 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 for some reason think they have to sound like that. And I, I, that's ridiculous. I mean, I was the opposite. When you, when I first put a microphone in front of my face, um, I, I, the last thing I wanted to do was, uh, uh, sound uptight. Everybody knows that I wanted to sound like a black guy. 89.1 WPHS. <laughs> that was MC Shy D. Before that, we had run DMC together forever. We're going to keep it going. With my main man, LL Cool J. I'm bad. I'm bad. That was Houdini on 89.1 WPHS. In the city of Warren right now, it's 9 o'clock. We're looking at another hour of the best rap. So keep it tuned to 89.1 WPHS. Give me a call. Give me a call. At 751-FM89. We're going to keep it going with Run DMC, Rock Box. Run, Run DMC. Rock for you, for you, for you. <laughs> Tension in the city of war. Tension. This is easy. On 89.1 WPHS. Ram says, we're going to tear Ram it. says, it's 60 minutes past the hour of 8. HS. We're going to tear it up. <laughs> tear it your up. favorite songs from your favorite artists. <laughs> We've got two hours. Oh, fuck. 8. 8 10 till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. Yeah. 751 FM 89 is the number. Number. Let's hear your suggestions. Get your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC together forever. Hey, yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, two, one, two. Fuck and me. I say. Fuck me. That was LL Cool J on 89.1 WPHS. It's 20 past the hour of 8 in the city of Warren. I want to see those phone lines lighting up. At I always say, I want to see those. Did I ever know? Like, Kenny Ritz, I'm bad. Good. 
751 FM 89. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince right here on 89.1 WPHS. Fresh Prince. Fuck. Uh, Amy says, this is just terrible. Yeah, you got to understand, I was 15 years old. Shut the fuck up. Two Live Crew on 89.1 WPHS. Your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. We're back after a long... It's Warren. The city is Warren. It's not Warren, asshole. Long departure. Three and a half months to be exact. A long departure. It's like Southwest Airlines. We're going with Heavy D and the boys. All right. No more. This is ridiculous. I know it. I love you. Okay. The volunteers on WYCE. Keep it going. Anyway, hold on. My point was, when I would get a microphone in front of my face, I was like, yeah, yeah, that guy. I would do anything but be uptight. These people are just... It's like they uh, the program... Yes, you can have a volunteer show here on WYCE, but you have to sound completely disinterested and in no way are you having fun you would have to just announce the songs and show zero personality okay when you're asking for money to keep us funded everyone knows that people love disinterested emotionless uh asking okay you have to do that What the fuck's going on there? Those are religious. And, and had a joyous time fellowshipping with family and eating good food and wanted to wish you a safe and blessed New Year's as well. Yeah, for sure, Chuck. Um, yeah, Christmas was great and looking forward to the new year, an opportunity to get a little fresh start and refocus on certain things. Refocus and reacclimate. yeah. Yeah. For sure. Something I can do well, for you this morning that. while you're listening? They do well, it yeah, for like a absolutely. day. If you could, How Many Kings is really a message that carries such a deeper message beyond just the birth of Christ and because it expresses the whole crucifixion, resurrection, the fact that there's only one God that would ever do that for you. You know, only, and uh, it's just amazing. So I think it's something that should be in the forefront of everybody's mind uh, year-round. Yeah, well, we'll get it on for you, Chuck. We appreciate you reaching out, and thanks for your wishes, and hope you have a happy new year. Chuck, suck on dicks. Helping you take God's truths with you wherever you are. It's Jeremy and Amanda on 91.3. Ugh, he's one of those new year, new me fucks. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> ah, yeah, you're not going to be a new you. Come on. 
You get to do the same stupid shit you have your whole life, you fucking moron. The country station. Oh, this is um. CeeLo Green. Is this CeeLo Green? Crazy. Ever since I was little. Ever since I was little. CeeLo Green, right? Walking through the Atlanta airport. And uh. Oh, Gnarls Barkley. Shit, not CeeLo Green. I thought it was CeeLo Green. I got my black eyes mixed up. Oh, CeeLo was in Gnarls Barkley. Thank you. I thought so. Oh, I'm going back and forth as of whether or not this is CeeLo. So we're walking through the Atlanta airport. And uh, this is uh, Reborn Hot Wings Days. And it's Eric, Greg, Chris, and Joe. Four of us are walking through the uh, terminal. I go, Joe. Yeah. I go, there's CeeLo Green. And it was him. He was in the fucking gift shop. Uh, I don't know. Looking at it, looking at something. I go, go up there and I'll get the pick. He goes, fuck you. I go, no, bullshit. Go up to him and we will get, you have a conversation with CeeLo. And Joe goes up to this motherfucker and he had, he's real barrel chest. He had a white t-shirt and his belly sticks out further than his chest. And he had a giant gold chain on with his big ass glasses. And Joe walks up and he goes, hi, CeeLo. <laughs> I go, Hey guys over here, I'm going to take a pic. And he just turns with this annoyed look and Joe is standing next to him with a big smile and, uh, take the picture. And while that's happening, like four dudes that are his security are just coming from different areas of the gift shop to beat the shit out of Joe. I go, oh, thanks. Okay, come on, Joe, let's go. And Joe starts walking away right as these guys are ready to kick the shit out of him. Now, we didn't know it at the time, but uh, behind CeeLo was a man wearing a black hat. So he's probably... 10 feet in the background. Now, the way when I took the picture, it lined up so perfectly, it looked like the hat, which since it's in the background, looks small. It was perfectly positioned on top of his fucking bald milk dud head. So it looked like a tiny hat on this motherfucker's head. So it looked like Joe uh, uh, with CeeLo wearing a teeny weeny hat. It was fantastic. Oh. Ryan. Uh, Ryan has a comment. He writes, uh, Jesus, man. Hang on a second. If I'm going to do this, I got to do it right. Hold on, I'm not ready. 
Almost ready. Ryan adds, quote, we didn't know it at the time. I thought you were going to add that Joe was an alleged abuser. The Eric Zane Show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. I don't get how you aren't like a millionaire for your voice work. You have it all. Tone, pace, inflection. Uh, It's really spectacular. And I think you said to me that it's because 8 million people do that. Can't drop the E out of you right. How did you get a WYCE volunteer to read that for you? Disagree. WYCE doesn't do any inflection or anything. Did you even hear that? Come on now. All right. Where was I? What was I? Oh, we were doing uh, uh, around the radio dial, which, by the way, as we approach the top of the hour, uh, 8.55, 55 after 8, uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers is still on vacation. Um, full disclosure. He said to me, Eric Zane, uh, we gotta, uh, we're, we're not going to spend any money on, uh, on marketing. And I said, dude, that's totally fine. I get it. And then, uh, he goes, so does that mean like I have to be off the show now? And I said, well, of course not. No, no, no. There's and, and people love you. I love you. You're, you're, you're stuck with us. I don't give a shit if you, uh, uh, market on the show or not. I put you on. I didn't put you on because you were giving me money. I put you on because you're funny and people like you. Oh, like what the fuck? You think I'm some kind of fucking, no, it's the same thing with fuckface Rick. I don't, uh, um, I mean, I, I put Rick on because he, uh, he's fun to talk to, you know, I, I said to him, I go, you, you could, you could pull this off. You, you have the, the, the chops to do this on a regular basis. You should do your own podcast. Rick says, is this a universal policy? Yeah. I'd still put you on if you, uh, if you canceled your marketing because you, you, uh, are, are listenable. There's value in that. Rom says, I thought it was because they were paying for it. Well, I mean, that that came up initially, but I mean, if he sounded like a fucking idiot, okay, if if uh, if dumpster divers in an alternate universe was like, okay, yeah, we want to market, okay, great, and uh, and the guy he can't, he couldn't put two words together and said, I love the podcast, I would say, no, sorry, you can't. You sound like a fucking moron. Where was I? that 94.5 no one listens to us here
The song is called There's Nobody Listening. You're telling me. You can say that again. That's a cool song. I like the song. Hold on, let me uh Dangerous featuring Joy Wave by Big Data. You say so. And any girl like you deserves a gentleman. Tell me why you ever remember Dave and Jerry when you were growing up? You listened to Dave and Jerry in the morning. This used to be their station. Poor Jerry died. That's six. Three, one, five, zero, one. Sports. There I go. Oh my God. Turn the page. Check, 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 check. Well, you walk into the restaurant, strung out from the road, and you feel the eyes upon you as you're shaking off the cold. You pretend it doesn't bother you, but you just want to explode. Most times you can't hear them talk. Other times you can All the same old cliches Is that a woman or a man? And you always seem outnumbered You don't dare make a stand Here I am On the road again There I am on the stage Here I go Playing star again There I go Turn the page Best part, out there in the distance Out there in the spotlight You're oh, out in the spotlight, your eyes of energy you try to give away as the sweat pours out your body like the music that you play oh alto alto later in the evening as you lie awake in bed with the echoes from the amplifiers ringing in your head you smoke the day's last cedarin', remembering what you said. Ah, here I am on the road again. There I am up on the stage. Here I go, play star again. There I go, turn the page. Ah, here I am, 
of music ever written. Live here. Classic Rock. No, they don't. WLAV Grand Rapids. Accumulus Media Station. Oh my God! You never see, I hear that one with uh, Sean, Puffy, Combs, and Sting. Hope that I can find no commercials, whether it's a lake or a car or whatever, and then get the hell out of it. Would you rather be able to eat free for Kelly, four weeks, which is three times a year at a restaurant of your choosing? On the other, finally got it framed in. Favorite <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of math. Anytime you want for free at Burger King. What? Three times a year at my favorite place. Really? See. I overdosed on so it's, Burger King in college. I don't think I can do it ever again. Okay. It was it. three times a year at my free or so tip free. included. Yeah. You Someone wants to hear. Uh, you leave. I got a card or something. Drinks are Ryan wants to yourself. hear. Slow down no, Greg's no, no, voice no, no, no. so we can no. hear his natural devil. That changes just it. Kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, drinks included. Just kidding. Whatever would be I, want you to, I want you to listen to that show. Homework assignment. And count how many times he says, just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Olive Garden's pretty good. Translation. If he says just kidding, he's not. He's just saying that. If he says just kidding, he's not kidding. He's saying that because he feels bad that he's going to offend somebody. Then I can look forward to that for a couple of months. And then recover for a couple of months yeah. from the meat yeah. poisoning. Yeah. Definitely that. Friend. There are little pieces of bread that have the cheese in them. Mm-hmm. That's Kelly. Man, it's worth it just for that. Okay, okay what if it wasn't because you have a thing against Burger King? What if it was Wendy's? I love Wendy's. Yeah. And, I mean. <laughs> is that going to over? Uh, Call of Duty, would you rather hear around the room or around the die or down the Well, around the radio dial is a fucking great bit. Around the room. I have never been able to process the thought process behind around the room. Okay. Uh, in a 24, okay, let's say the show is on from 6 to 10 on Monday. From 10 a.m. until 6 the next day, they have to come up with four more around the rooms where, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Greg, and, uh, and, and I mean, what, your, your life is not that interesting that you can, this is their moment that they share four times a show where they tell something about themselves because, hey, we want to we wanna keep the audience uh, up to speed as to who we are. We got to introduce ourselves to the new folks, which is such bullshit. You know, they'll figure it out. What you do, you skip all of that shit. You flush that. You have to just go out there and do something interesting. They'll figure it out. You don't need to say, hello, I'm Greg, and I have three kids and three more stepkids. That gives me six kids. Things are wild at my house. (laughs) You don't need to do that. You're not interesting enough to pull that off. 
You can't. No, I'm a million times more interesting than you, and I can't do that even once. I'm lucky if on a given show I can tell you something in my life that is story-worthy, okay? And there isn't one person on that show who has the storytelling ability to pull that off, and you're doing it every fucking day, several times a day, motherfuck. What are you doing? Shit. So around the radio dial is a billion times more interesting. You know how much of this show uses uh, turns out to be a jumping off point for something fun, not boring? So much. I'm still doing the fucking bit. I'm only halfway through the dial and I'm ripping you a new asshole. And that's a million times more interesting than saying, oh, my wife, she likes cock. <laughs> oh god boy that relationship's gonna end horribly i mean it's anyway yeah my brother will do that thing where he sneezes. ryan says i feel like they need to sit out sit it out for a while and reinvent that show i've been saying that forever i've been saying reboot reboot throw everything away that you did and start over because it's just, it's layer after layer of shit. It's like sediment piling up and becoming rock. Motherfucker. Not for any bad reason. Like, we were just pre-gaming at my house before we went to a Greta Van Big one on 1.3. Barely get it in. No, I can really shake them down. All right, we're going to try to get him back on the phone with us. Okay. Uh-oh. Right, hang on the phone, okay? This is a, uh, one of these. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Okay. Mojo in the mornings wore the roses. Kick your champion. Fucking guy. He, uh, they, they do this bit. War of the roses. We've talked about it a million times. Fucking, uh, yeah, we're going to send flowers to someone and uh, we're going to call up your significant other, see who he sends the free flowers to. And if he sends it to you, then you know he's not cheating. If he sends it to some other chick, you know that he's cheating. Holy shit. And the bit is, uh, it's all actors that are doing it. Uh, Nothing on there is is real. And no matter how much that, that whole thought uh, spreads out to the universe that everyone knows that they still do the fucking bit. 
Holy shit. Three. It was told that there was another app. Convenient for all parties involved on every side. I think this and is And we important. had an absolutely terrific Christmas, man. I mean, I mean, I just could not be more blessed. I mean, I mean, kind of praise the Lord stuff. And when you get to this age, you're like, just can't ask for much more than that. That's where I'm at. But you also. That's it. Always comes to a screeching halt at the end of Around the Dial. Okay. Where is my brain? I know where it is. It's in the toilet because uh, I got to go tinkle. Is it? Is that right? I haven't done a one. I haven't done one bit of uh, sponsors. So I got to make that shit up. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Kent County Health Department. Their website is accesskent.com slash health. If um, you are struggling to put food on the table, please consider reaching out to the Kent County Health Department with information about how you can take advantage of the WIC program. You'd be surprised. Um, The amount of you you think, oh boy, if I'm going to get like a card with uh, uh, bread, meat, cheese, milk formula on it, that I can get for free. I bet you I, ha- I can only earn like $5,000 a year. No, you would be surprised at that threshold. Okay. Um, reach out and uh, ask. Accesskent.com slash health is where you need to go. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. The managed IT service provider for this show. If your business has uh, a tech issue and you're not in touch with Blue Frost IT, you can start that process by reaching out 616-285-50 and they can help you. Now, I do it a little differently. I just kind of pay each month a certain amount of cash to these people. And if, because I cannot wait. If I call and they don't know me, I, I, you know, all right, we'll get to you. And on this date, we'll send someone out. I'm like, oh boy, I need it right now. When you have a managed IT service provider, your own tech department. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to log in. I'm going to remotely log in and fix your problem. That's how it works. Let's say you want to upgrade your tech. Sit down for a 30 minute complimentary consultation. With Blue Frost IT, they'll help you every step of the way. Find out what you need to get your business humming with tech. 616-200-8550. I do cameos. The Eric Zane Show podcast cameos. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. It's been uh, way too long since I've done one. Uh, Ring in the new year. New year, new you. What you do with new year, new you is hire me on Cameo. To tell you that it's New Year, same old you. Um, Hire me to not inspire you. To tell you that you're still going to look like shit. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane for all your words of inspiration for the new year. It's just $15.99. I am the absolute least expensive person on Cameo, but mine are the best. 
There's no one on Cameo who does a better job in following your orders. And I give you your fucking money's worth, man. Sometimes I go for like five minutes on those things. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you're in the market for a home, this is who you need to call upon to get your mortgage. Now, admittedly, it isn't the best time to get homes. Prices are still pretty high. They're going down a little bit for homes. And uh, mortgage interest rates are, fuck, up your ass. But if if you're in the market, and I want you to reach out to Mario and see if his team can help you get your mortgage. 231-332-6505. Five-star gold star service. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. Maybe you need money out of your home to pay off a high interest credit card. You can do that too. Available for everybody in the listening audience, no matter where you were with the, uh, where you are, I should say, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Then you got Joe Martinez. A and E heating and cooling. If you are in a pinch and it's like, holy shit, this thing isn't working. Reach out to Joe Martinez, and he's going to put you on the fast track to making sure you have EAT. 616-516-8579. Scheduled maintenance, preventative maintenance, maybe a new furnace. If you are getting a new furnace, you're going to have the comfort maker installed into your home. That is the number one furnace in the entire industry. In fact, they're so picky that the installers of the comfort maker have to pass a vigorous test. And if you fail, you can't do it. There's only two people in the entire state that are qualified to install the comfort maker. And one of them is Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579. All right. Hold that thought. Ryan says, hire EZ to fat shame you on Cameo. I would. Uh, Aram says, would impression Trump be up for doing some live prank calls? I wonder that's a possibility. We could, uh, there is a, there is some fun things we could do with the Trump impression. Wait a minute. I don't have anyone who does a Trump impression. I have actual Donald Trump who calls the show. Do you guys remember the Christmas message that the president left for me? It was fantastic. Do I have it here? Uh, no, I don't. I used to, but I don't have it now. Never mind. I was going to play it, but now I'm not. Uh, Rakeem, who is first time chatter today, new to uh, Twitch. He says, I used to listen to you on WBBL 107.3. Thank you. He says, before y'all shut down, that was... Uh, that's coming up on the four-year anniversary of that, Rakim. That was January 6, 2019. We are coming up on the four-year fireversary on January 6. I will be celebrating the fireversary this year, I believe, on January 4. Because on January 6, I will be, I won't even be in Michigan. Um, all right. Don't go anywhere. Your old pal, Eric Zane, again, drank too much coffee and needs to go tinkle. 
Big Fred Jane, this is your pal and favorite president, let's be honest. Donald Trump calling to wish you and the queen of the forest or jungle or whatever it is you call it, just a tremendous and Merry Christmas. I'd have Melania on to wish you a Merry Christmas as well. But it hasn't worked out so well the last few calls. And, you know, I like to keep her from talking. You understand, of course. Beautiful Christmas when you think about it. So many people that are coming up to me and these people that are telling me you made off so well with the big front giveaway. Tremendous work. I really have to admit that even I'm a bit surprised. Yeah. A little bit surprised, got to be honest. <laughs> so honest about that, which is why on this wonderful Christmas day, wonderful. I'm calling my biggest supporters like you for money. We need <laughs> so much of it to stop the assault and the great witch hunt from the House Unselect Committee. What a wonderful Christmas present they're giving me. Wonderful. And I'm going to give it right back. That's why we need such wonderful donors like you. And you can use that big fraud giveaway money for such a wonderful cause. Send it to me, and I promise you, you'll love what I can accomplish with it. Accomplish. We need so much money, tens of thousands, billions, millions, you name it, we need it, to target these great witch hunts and expose these unpatriotic morons for the retards that they are. <laughs> Set of retards. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Big Fraud. We really got to get you and the Queen of the Woods or Wasteland or whatever down here. We really got to get you guys down here to Mar-a-Lago to play golf with me and my beautiful course. I don't, I don't know, Eric. Did you buy one of the NFTs? I can't remember. I've had the professional PGA players come here and come, and what a wonderful course that I have. And these are players, Eric. They've played all over the world. All over the world. Let that sink in. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Let it sink in. So forward. Because they played golf? Fucking A. Fantastic. That was worth a second play. Queen of the Woods. Oh, my God. <clears throat> okay. Uh, what the fuck was I going to do? Oh, my God. Um, so, a couple days ago, I, I've been meaning to mention this and have, uh, this is this is ridiculous. You, uh, anyone who knows me, you know the history of um, how much I cannot stand it when people park in front of my mailbox. In fact, it was me discussing that I don't like people parking in front of my mailbox that led to the ultimate full-on blow-up between me and the audience members formerly known as Zaniacs. <clears throat> it was uh, because I was describing that because they had a, a neighborhood garage sale and um, the people that were visiting the garage sale would park right in front of the mailbox and then the mail lady, she can't deliver the mail. So I was trying to get to the bottom of who was parked in front of the house and I put up a fucking sign and I came over here to the Patreon and bitched about it. And um, uh, and then that ended and finally the garage sale ended and then um, I finished up the Patreon and I, uh, I, I was describing the rest of my day how I had to go and visit Jackie to um, 
for a couple hours to let her dog out. I got to drive all the way across town. So I did that. Well, while that was going on, fucking Dean shows up. And not only does he park in front of my mailbox, but he parks in front of my driveway. And he stays in front of, in the car for hours, hours, in Marilago, Queen of the Woods, Marilago, hours, waiting for me to come home. And I'm like, I come home and I don't know who this is. I don't know what's going on. There's someone parked in front of my driveway. I don't know what the fuck to do. Do I call the cops? I guess. So I did. And then he he's hiding in his car. And then his ugly fucking face pops up recording me with his cell phone. And then that's when I screamed at him. Uh, Quit crossing the line. Get the fuck out of here. And then that was it. From that point on, everything went downhill fast. Now, uh, the only reason why I'm telling you that is for background. Uh, it isn't to rehash all that shit because I don't care anymore. Whatever. Um, so, uh, but the other day, I look out the window. And there's a fucking car parked in front of my mailbox. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Tyler writes, yeah, but what time did you call the cops, Eric Zane? Just suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Um, so I look out and uh, there's a car in front of the, of the mailbox. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this? So I go, well, I got I to gotta track this down. It's a car I don't recognize. Now, I could just let it go, let the male person deal with it, but no, I, I, I want. It's important that if it is a uh, a a um, neighbor or a friend of a neighbor visiting, I need to. I need this to be. So I reach out to my neighbor a couple doors down, Etta, uh, and I go, Etta, uh, is that? Uh, do you anybody? Do you know whose car that is in front of my house? And uh, she says, No. Parked in front of the mailbox. I don't like that. Now there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven houses in the cul-de-sac. Mine's on the very uh, end of it. Like when it's cul-de-sacking, that's where I am. And uh, so Ada has no idea. So I go next door, the slot keys. Matt, how are you? Fine, Eric. I go. See a car over there? Yeah. You know who that is? Who's who's that belongs to? Goes, I don't. Okay. All right. I'm just wondering because people aren't supposed to be parked in front of the mailbox. And uh he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't know, Eric. So they this is all good. I'm getting to the bottom of this and I'm getting the message across to all of my lovely neighbors. You do not park in front of my mailbox. Yes, they think I'm a lunatic, but that's okay. I go over to the hallelujahs. Bang on the door. Mrs. Hallelujah answers the door. I call. Hi, how are you? Her name is Karen. I go, Karen, how are you? She goes, I'm fine, Eric. How are you? I said, well, I'm okay. Do you know whose car that is in front of my house? She goes, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
who could it? I didn't say that to her. She would run away. And so she calls all the kids over. Do you know whose car that is? And there's, so there's all these kids sticking out faces out the window and there's the whole, they got a lot of kids. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, nobody knows who the car. I go, what the fuck? I go, well, then I'm like, well, maybe, because I remember Dean drove a red car and this is a red car, but I don't remember what, I go, maybe that fucking asshole had someone drop him off and he's just leaving it there for the day to fuck with me. So right away, I'm like, well, that motherfucker, well, I'm going to get some fucking ninja rocks and throw them at the glass. You guys know what ninja rocks are? They're fucking insane. If you get a, um, a, uh, like a, a piece of metal and throw it at a, at a, at a window, it, it's not going to break. If you get ninja rocks, though, a little ninja rock, it's going to break. I guess I don't know if you throw a piece of metal. I guess it would break. But a ninja rock is, if you get a spark plug and then you break the porcelain, I think it's porcelain, whatever that is on a spark plug, and then that little teeny tiny bit, that's a ninja rock. Of the, it's like, I guess it's ceramic, okay? And then you throw the ninja rock at the glass. Boom! There's videos all over online. Just type ninja rocks. Because it's so fucking hard. I think there's some type of rating of hardness. And it's like a super fucking hard. Plus, they're sharp. You throw a ninja rock at glass and kablamo! So I'm like, I'm going to go get some fucking ninja rocks. And I'm going to put this through Dean's window. And that's it. So, uh, I'm convincing myself it's Dean. I go walking back up to the car. And it's got a, a, a pink steering wheel cover. And I'm like, oh, that's definitely Dean. I'm like, no, it's not. And there's like stuffed animals in the front seat and all this girly shit. And I go, well, what the fuck? So I, uh, I know it isn't Don, the old man. It's just him and his wife there. He wouldn't do that. The, the, all these people are on the homeowner association board of directors. They wouldn't dare do this shit. You're not supposed to fucking park in front of people's mailboxes. So I'm pissed off. A little bit of time passes. Hours. I'm still wondering who the fuck this is. Mail person shows up. I'm waiting there to get the mail. I get the mail. I go, yeah, I wanted to make sure I was out. Anyone you have to get out. Thank you. I appreciate that. She says, I go, I don't know whose car this is. I think it's some, I don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I've tried everything. I can't, I've been banging on doors. I don't know whose it is. Short time later, Madison comes home. She was out shopping with a friend who drove to the house and parked in front of my man. Bye, Maddie! Fuck! Are you kidding me? I'd call her right now, but She's 20. That means she doesn't wake up till noon if she doesn't have to get up for class. Megan says, why don't you have a no parking sign? Yeah, you know, nothing says old fucking, uh, uh, what's that actor's name? Who is, he's really old. 
He was in a movie called Grand Torino. Uh, God damn it. What is his name? Get off my lawn. And he's shooting. He's, he's using racial slurs to the Vietnamese kids. He's calling them uh, uh, rhymes with kook. It was really disconcerting. Clint Eastwood, that's the guy. How can you possibly forget him? Oh, my God. All right. So I solved the mystery, and uh, no, I'm not putting a sign up. Mike Gundy is the coach of Oklahoma State. Let's go. He he had a rant the other day. He's pissed off. I'll play the uh, most recent rant uh, in, a, in a second, but I want to start with the mother of all rants. The Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40, rant. He was upset because one of his players was uh, called out in the Oklahoma State newspaper, whatever, the state of Oklahoma local whatever, the Tulsa Gazette. There he is. He's holding the newspaper up, and he's upset because one of the football players performed poorly and a sports writer called him out and said that he was out of shape and he needed to lose weight in order to be prepared appropriately in great shape for the game or whatever. Gundy takes the post-game presser to call out the reporter and to, um, well, he really laid it on thick and the best part of this is he's talking about the student athlete like he's five years old. Audio check, video check. Let's go back in time and enjoy three minutes and 16 seconds of one of the most epic rants ever. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother of children. A mother of children. This is worth reading. Let me tell you why I'm talking about this article. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. You can't call mother of one of your players a mother of children. <laughs> he's so pissed off. He's he's gone into a time machine, and, and he's saying that his players are little kids. It's fiction. And <clears throat> this article embarrasses me to be involved with athletics tremendously. And that article had to have been written by a person that doesn't have a child. What? And has never had a child that's had their heart broken and come home upset. <laughs> and had to deal with the child when he is upset. And yeah, that 21-year-old student athlete is not a child. Oh, wait a minute. Unless, of course... Remember when Joe was on the air, he talked about when he was a little boy. Okay, so I guess I guess maybe that's what what people are getting at here. Uh, everyone knows that uh, you can still be a child when you're 21 years old. Pick a person when he's down. Here's all that kid did. He goes to class. He's respectful to the media. He's respectful to the public. And he's a good kid. And he's not a professional athlete, and he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. 
if you have a child someday, you'll understand how it feels. But you obviously don't have a child. I do. If your child goes down the street and somebody makes fun of him because he dropped a pass that was a fat pickup game or says he's fat <laughs> and he comes home crying to his mom, you'd understand. But you haven't had that. But someday you will. He's speaking. And when your child comes home, you'll understand. He's speaking directly to that reporter, pointing at the reporter. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's what no, that's absolutely what you're, the job of the reporter is to do, to assess the performance of people playing the game. That's what do you want them to do? That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. Well, no, he didn't do anything right. He sucks shit. What do you, you... You think that he performed well? If he performed well, this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> and then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Or our coaches. Good news. I'm writing about a kid that does everything right, that's hearts broken, and then say that the coaches said he was scared? That ain't true! And then to say that we made that decision because Donovan Woods, because he threatened to transfer? That's not true! So get your facts straight. And I hope someday you have a child and somebody be downgrades them and belittles them and you have to look them in the eye and say, you know what? It's okay. They're the, the, the reporter should have made up a story and said, well, I, I did have a child, but it, it died. Supposed to be Just to make him feel bad. Sure adults, but they're really not. Who's the kid here? Who's the kid here? Are you kidding me? That's all I got to say. It makes me want to puke. <laughs> they clap. Those assholes. I would have booed them. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State, I guess, just played in the suck my dick bull. This is him. Really growing the hair out there. Kind of looks like a rug. I don't know who won. Doesn't matter. Um, I think the reporter brought up whether or not he's going to make coaching changes. Kind of tough to hear. I might have to translate for you. Earlier, and with the portal now, staff changes happen earlier and earlier in the year. Um, we haven't made any... With staff changes coming earlier and earlier in the year. Do your staff do you anticipate that happening between now and next year? Do you anticipate staff changes between now and next year? So, um... That he doesn't like that. Now here he is sitting next to these two children, uh, Mike Gundy, the head coach of Oklahoma State, uh, in between these two uh, toddlers, 
the 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 toddlers have nothing to do with this. The uh, reporter is asking if he's going to make any coaching changes, if there'll be any staff changes. I can't. You're moving the mic. So staff changes are starting to happen earlier and earlier now with the portal um, being a thing. Do you anticipate making making any changes to your staff for the next season? Do you think I would tell you if I was making staff changes? No, but I have to ask. Then why would you ask? He said, no, but I have to ask. And then the coach says, then why would you ask? Because I have to. It's my job. Yeah, the guy says, because I have to, it's my job. Okay, well, I might have to cut you out. He's. Well, I might have to cut you out means he's going to pull his press credential. Don't be an ass. <laughs> really? These two children are are affected by him saying the word ass. That's, that's people's lives, man. It's people's families, right? Okay, don't mess with people's families. Let's do this the right way. You with me on this? It's not fair to people's families, man. Right, that will conclude our press and I'm conference. I'm not mad about the game. I just don't like ignorance. We'll conclude our press conference with Oklahoma State. Thank you, Coach, players. Congratulations on being in the guaranteed rate bowl. Best of luck. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. He says goodbye to those children. And then uh, that's it. <laughs> don't be an ass, man. I, I mean, uh, I guess my question is I would like to ask the reporter... I, I think Mike Gundy might be right on that one. Why would you ask me about whether or not I'm going to make coaching changes now? Do I foresee any? Uh, I, I I don't understand the question line. Uh, you would ex- If you ask that, you know full well there's no way he's going to answer. So I don't know if it necessarily is your job. Of course he's not going to answer. Hey, coach, so uh, you just finished up the fuck you bowl. Uh, between now and next year, you're going to make any changes? You actually would expect him to give you an honest answer about that? He's going to keep that close to the vest. What a stupid... Now you just fucked up your fucking life now because this guy hates you forever. That's the one thing about uh, uh, coaches, you know? Uh, once you 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 fuck with them, even once about anything, they they never get over it. They they never ever get over it. It's like, what, huh? The uh, uh, coaches are the most sensitive souls on the planet. In fact, uh, anybody affiliated with sports in that whole world, they act like it's something that's like life or death, and it's a fucking game that you play with children. We all know that. Um, Chris says, you don't have to name them ass. Just answer the question. Yeah. I don't know if I would have, I kind of agree with Gundy there. Um, I don't know if I necessarily would have gone down the, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. He should have just said, I, I don't know yet. I, 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 yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but he hates the media, obviously. Based on that first rant with I'm a man, I'm 40. Don't call a kid fat, fat, which that, that one instance of the word fat is a regular on the Jim Rome show. 
the XR4TI. Whenever Jim says the word fat, you'll hear fat. Tyler says, dude made seven and a half million dollars this year. I think he can suck it up and appropriately answer a few dumb questions after games. Rakim says the coach needs to chill. All right. I'm with you on that. Chill. Don't have to answer. But don't be a cock is what you're suggesting. Yeah, I like the way Dan Campbell handles the press. I have yet to see Dan Campbell get annoyed with anyone when it comes to the press. He uh, His press conferences move well. He answers all the questions thoroughly and thoughtfully. No one feels like an idiot. I'm telling you, if they happen to somehow by some miracle become regular winners on the Detroit Lions where like 20 years from now, like he's still there. My God. Talk about a Hall of Famer. Tyler brings up Matt Patricia, who everybody hates. Uh, uh, Fat Patricia asking reporters to sit up straight. I'll never forget that. Do you mind sitting up straight when you ask me questions? I don't like you slouching. Sit up straight. What an asshole. Buckle up, kids. I'm about to run over your mother. This is an absolutely horrible story. Mom is clinging to life. Might actually be dead right now. 36-year-old Stefan or Steven, I don't know. It always fucks me up with the PH. I'm going to say Stefan. Stefan Geraldo, 38, drives an MTA bus in New York. Wife estranged. Might even be divorced. The uh, the woman, the mom, does a podcast that you could actually listen to. It might be the last thing you hear that anybody hears. Mom who got run over is the host of the Unfiltered and Free podcast. Podcast is described as consisting of real conversations about living life after betrayal and abuse. In the first episode of the podcast, the mom, Sophia, describes finding herself, quote, in the middle of a marriage filled with betrayal and abuse. Quote, I've just been thinking about my expectation and how as a result of trauma, I tend to expect the negative. Sophia says in the most recent episode of her show, yeah, you can say that again. I tend to expect the worst thing to happen, the worst case scenario, you know, all those things. And I want my new year to look different. Well, I doubt you expected this. This is awful. Um, Mom and her kids had moved into a domestic violence shelter for a time in 2019 And she and the kids had been living alone for approximately a year and a half. 
Yeah, they definitely are no longer married. Uh, she and the husband, Stefan Geraldo, were, were married in 09. So, uh, okay, something bad happened. Dude did something horrible. Uh, and then the divorce. Okay. And uh, abuse. Well, um, now you can add attempted murder. Dad, Stefan, had the kids in the backseat of the car. The kids said, Dad said, keep your seatbelts on. As he mashed the gas as the mom walked in front of the car. I don't know the scenario if it was just random chance that she happened to be crossing the street. I don't think it was. I think he was kind of waiting. According to the criminal complaint in front of the house filed by prosecutors, investigators obtained surveillance footage showing Geraldo behind the wheel of a white Ford Explorer near the intersection of Parsons Boulevard and Sanford Avenue in Queens. 520 a.m. on December 27th. Stefan and Sophia's kids, aged 6, 9, and 11, were allegedly inside the Ford Explorer when Sophia can be seen walking in front of the vehicle. The defendant goes, keep your seatbelts on and jam the gas. Barreling the car directly into the victim. There's surveillance video from someone's like ring cam of this actually happening. Now, you don't see mom going flying and the image looks real grainy and fucked up. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. Now at 11, an MTA bus driver in New York City is under arrest tonight, accused of trying to run down his own wife on purpose. Okay. Three children in the car. With- okay, you saw it right there. You saw the car go rushing by. That's it. Now, I'm pausing the story and not continuing it because there's, there's much more to discuss. This actually gets worse. Dad uh, runs over mom. The vehicle, the kids are fine. Despite, they're fine despite the car rolling onto its side. Dad crawls out the passenger side window of the vehicle. And then army crawls over to the wife who's laying there and buries a knife in her. Hang on, kids. Make sure your seatbelts are fashioned. I'm going to go run over mom. Hang on, kids. I don't think mom's dead. I got to go stab her. Dad then calls 911 and says, I think I just killed my wife. What the fuck? Amazingly, she lives, but I don't know for how long. Um, cops showed up, and uh, okay, Sophia was transported to a New York uh, to New York Presbyterian Hospital in Queens. 
Uh, severe neurological damage, broken bones in her leg, and a stab wound that punctured her liver. Uh, dude's in jail. If convicted, 25 years in prison. My God. Yeah, he was the one who called 911. I think I killed my wife. Prosecutors claim he told the emergency dispatcher. He was uh, reportedly also caught on police body camera footage telling an officer at the scene, I hit my wife. Arrest me. Uh, Mom is in a vegetative state. Oh, boy. Critical condition may not survive. Jesus. I tell you what, I know what podcast I'm listening to. Uh, Again, that is uh, the unfiltered and free podcast. That is so fucked up. This is, uh, this is mom right here. Oh my God. I I think she might only have one episode. Poor thing. That is fucking crazy. Jesus. That's going to be listened to. That's a good way to get people to listen to your show right there. I gotta, this is what I gotta do. Uh, have Diana put the dogs in the car and then stage a deal where I go and walking in front and she like uh, greases me and then, hey, you know, Eric's ain't... No, that's stupid. <clears throat> um, speaking of uh, content online, I have uh, stumbled upon something absolutely fantastic that might be the dumbest thing ever that I've been watching. And it... Um, uh, what is the term ASMR, AMSR? I always, I always uh, mix it up as to what it is. Um, uh, let's see. It is called odd tinkering. And what this guy does is he restores things that are. Uh, damaged or uh, just in poor shape. And most of the time, they are um, old video game platforms. ASMR is what it's called. And the videos have no voice, no voiceover, no music. It's just a guy's hands restoring shit. And I cannot get enough of it. I sat through riveted as this guy restored this Atari 2600 that had been caught in a flood. And I want, this is ridiculous. He's like, he he fucking fixes these things and just cleans it. I'm just... Watching video of this guy clean shit and bring this thing back to life. He even paints it. Look at that. He has got an amazing set of tools. He solders and cleans. And then look, this is it before 
And then ultimately, after he cleans it, takes it all apart. It looks, uh, this is how, you know, it didn't even work. And now look at it. It's magnificent. He even painted the joysticks. Oh, my God. This is like a 25-minute video. Look at uh, The guy's got 2.55 million subscribers. All of his videos have like uh, uh, 25 million views. It's insane what this guy pulls off. I sat and watched him uh, repair like a Nintendo, yeah, a Nintendo DS Lite yesterday for like 30 minutes. Of course Kenny watches these. I've watched this guy do these before. It is crazy how interesting it is. Like, what am I watching here? And this guy's making a killing and people just send him fucked up shit that's broken. And he, he had a video of a butcher knife. It isn't just electronics. It's a fucking butcher knife that's rusted. And he somehow uh, restores it to its original form. And I, I don't know why, but I love shit like this. Oh. Call of Duty says you should do some ASMR with the NFK. Are you suggesting, Mike, like washing his asshole? A video of that? I don't, I don't know if we can. Anyway, that's what I watch. I'm an idiot. But a lot of people watch it. Um, all right. So anyway, that's just horrible. I, I, well, how the fuck did I, I was talking about that lady got run over. And then suddenly I'm talking about restoring video games. Oh, because her podcast, online content, that led to online content I watch, which is, uh, yeah, no, I'm not watching TV. I'm watching some asshole repair an Atari 2600. What the fuck? Okay. Advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. All it takes is sending me an email and you will be on the right track. Eric at EricZaneShow.com and I'll tell you how it works. And as always, if you do engage the sponsors of my podcast, please mention my name. Very, very important that you mention my name. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Oh my gosh. An amazing locally owned business, veteran owned, lady owned, family owned, all those things, giving back to the community, helping me with the great food giveaway, uh, the numerous charitable uh, things that they do throughout the year to give back. I try to talk about those whenever I can, whenever they have that happening, Irvine's. And all you need to do is see for yourself through their own Google reviews from people who don't have a podcast, how wonderful they can be. That's E.R. Vines, E.R. Vines dot com and uh if you need any scheduled maintenance taken care of or perhaps something just goes ape shit on the car hell my son uh dad the car won't run all right take it to her he goes i can't get it into this uh, 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 uh grease monkey that lives near me for another three weeks i go just take it to irvine's he has a tow to irvine's pays for the tow they look over it. They can't find anything wrong with it. But they thought, hmm. They put gas in it. And it started right up. My son ran out of gas. And the fuel gauge was broke. I am never going to let him forget that. But while they were there, they discovered that the back brakes were completely ruined. 
and they needed to be replaced. Awesome. 616-532-6600. You can drop it off early. You can pick it up late. You can get a rental car. Uh, specializing, of course, in service on any make and model, with the exception of Volkswagen. Uh, the EVs, if you have an EV, they're all over that. God help you if you get an EV and it already needs to get in the shop. Jesus. Uh, or perhaps a um, a hybrid. Uh, they are the experts. All the other dealerships, all dealerships, when they get in the weeds, they call upon Irvine's. That's true. Uh, batting last in the order, my policy shop insurance. That's Frank Fuss. Oh, my God, do I love this man. Uh, if you need health insurance and uh, you either you're between jobs, your boss doesn't offer it, or you're self-employed, you get it from healthcare.gov, also known as Obamacare. Doing that on your own can sometimes be tricky. There's a lot of different policies to choose from. You might answer a question incorrectly, which means you're not you're not doing it right. You got to have a professional navigate this for you. That's Frank Fuss. And I'm he's a sponsor, but what he's offering to you is free. Okay? 616-914-4070. My policy shop insurance, Frank Fuss. He's also the expert on social security. If you need a social security checkup, and you probably do, if uh, you or someone you know or love utilizes the social security system, uh, there's sometimes changing entitlements that are available for you, as is the case with Medicare. That is the health care for those who are retired. So if retirement is in your future, uh, Social Security and Medicare are two. Frank can help you every step of the way. And Frank is great for every type of insurance. If he can't help you himself with auto, car, loan, whatever, home, loan, home, life, you're going to get a referral from him for an expert who can help you. Everything insurance goes through Frank, uh, Frank Fuss, 616 914 4070. Yesterday's asshole of the day, Southwest Airlines. Oh, my God. Those people are still stranded. How the fuck can you do that? What is going on at Southwest Airlines? Uh, Asshole of the day today. Dad is fine. Um, My neighbors think I'm a loser, I think, maybe. I didn't even talk about the fight in the NBA last night. Oh, my God. Pistons. That's it would be the only time this year that I've talked about the Pistons. They suck. Uh buckle up, kids. I'm about to run over mom. I think it's between buckle up kids, I'm about to run over mom, and Mike Gundy. Yeah, we can't say it's uh Mike Gundy when you got a guy who says, Buckle up kids, I'm about to run over mom. Uh, cops say to the 11 year old, what did dad say just before he mashed the gas? He said, buckle up kids. I'm about to run over mom. Oh my God. Uh, Bob says the asshole today is your daughter's friend for parking in front of the mailbox. No, you idiot. She didn't know. You always uh, suggest the worst assholes of the day. Always. How do you do that? You got a guy who uh, drove over the mother of his kids. 
So it's got to be Stefan uh, Giraldo. Chris says Gundy was just defending children, for God's sake. He can't be the asshole of the day. Uh, TC Paintball brings you the asshole of the day. That is my time. The conclusion of the Eric Zancho podcast is now. And uh, join me on Patreon for the Patreon bonus. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Won't you help out the show by donating 5 or $10? In return, you get 11 bonus episodes. You really help me out when you do that. Please consider it for more podcasting. Tonight, 7 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Okay, have a good one, folks. Check me out today, 2 p.m. on Big 101.3. Till next time, thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.